Why is the Gita so pessimistic? Answer. The world is not a place of pleasure and pain in equal amounts, the pleasure-pain balance is heavily tilted towards pain. When one recognizes this that all the achievements that one acquires, will be ripped away from him at the time of death, or even before, then, one starts thinking, do I need to work so hard on achieving these things? Suppose one studies in the field of medicine for 20 years, and the degree of being a doctor given to him will be for just 6 months, after which he won't be allowed to be called a doctor, then one would think, is it really necessary to invest 20 years for just 6 months? One would think of productive alternatives. Serious spirituality begins when we realize that this world is predominantly a place of misery. If we look at our own relationships, we may have a few friends, a few people who love us, but there are so many people with whom we have misunderstandings and hard feelings. Our own body gives us so little pleasures, but it has so many ways to give us misery. If we look at the climate, it is just sometimes that it is pleasant, else it is either sultry or cold. Overall, whether we look at the body, the relations, or the surrounding, the pains outweigh the pleasures. The human body is encaged in progressive circles, the bodily circle, that leads to adhyatmic kosha. The soul is further enclosed in a social circle that leads to the adhibhatic kosha. Then into the environmental circle, causing adhyadavid kosha. If we think seriously and philosophically, it is primarily a place of misery. And trying to make this world a place of happiness, is like trying to stay dry in the ocean while swimming. We can stay afloat, and if we avoid, or we minimize then we can solve some problems. We can avoid drowning, but we can't avoid getting wet. We may face counter and tackle problems, but they'll keep coming. And the more we tackle and make it big in life, the more we will suffer when we lose everything. We may have the idea that if I achieve a lot in life and look back at it, I'll be satisfied that I achieved something. Unfortunately, our mind doesn't work like that, our ego might say that you have done something, but the fact that we have to leave everything with nothing in our hands will give us far greater pain. So when we understand this, that the world is full of misery and sabotaged by the presence of death for everyone. Then serious spiritual life based in philosophy begins. This is what is taught in Swaminarayan sect and other Vedic sects that teach us. Many religious and spiritual organizations, treats and cater spirituality to people as a shock absorber for material life. You have problems, take this pill, you'll feel better. But for how long? There may be some relief in that, but that's like getting a towel to dry yourself while swimming in ocean. One wave and will be completely wet once again. So the Gita says, 18.66, Dharma here is a paradharma, and embrace paradharma. Now, once we have understood this, we must look at what the Krishna conscious culture or the Vedic culture recommends. It doesn't recommend a life of poverty and dryness with no activity or ambition. Rather, it encourages us to engage in productive and fruitful ambition. Why strive for something which will only lead to frustration? and disappointment in the long run. Why not strive for something which has a lasting gain, when we can do that? If a college gives us a degree for lifetime versus a college which gives us a degree for six months, we'd rather choose the one which gives us a lifetime degree. Similarly, material religion gives us fruit which lasts for a very short time and spirituality-based religion gives us fruit which lasts for eternity. We need to do our duties as students, and as family members. We need to develop our talents, but not get engrossed in them so much that we ignore out our spiritual life. The thoughts of this world shouldn't occupy our minds so much that we have no mental space to think of our eternal pleasure. The law of desire works in this world, because God gives us what we want. We will get them but when we will lose them, we will be disappointed at that time. If we desire spiritual happiness the eternal God will give us that also. So it is better that we cultivate the desire for spiritual happiness.